Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I want you to meet Dr. Holly Woods. She's a purpose guide for rising visionaries. She works with people that have big visions in their lives. But I will let her tell you more about herself and what she does. Holly? Hi, Georgian. And thank you so much for having me here today. I'm delighted to be a part of this conversation. Um, I've spent a little more than 30 years um, building capacity to be with uh, my own life and other people who really have big things to bring into the world. Um, Much of my life, I had to overcome my own fear and doubt and resistance to really living in my fullness. Um, So I'm a doctorate in human development and I'm an integral master coach and quite a number of other certifications. I've been spending my whole life literally being prepared um, to do this work primarily because I had to overcome my own resistance. And, and so in that process, I not only gained a lot of compassion for myself and for others, um, you know, who are afraid to bring in their, their big stuff. Um, they know they're, you know, we know we're here to do something really big and important. And, um, and yet all the little voices that keep us from living our fullest lives keep us either hiding or defensive or, you know, not quite available to the work. Um, and so I work with I, most of my clients primarily have, um, have really big visions for their lives and important things to bring in, not only, you know, for themselves and their, their communities, but for the planet. I mean, we're, we're all in this place of wanting to, to make some quite a big transformations here um, among you know, among human population and for the whole planet. Wonderful, wonderful. So, and the funny thing is that uh, before the interview, we were talking uh, about the fact that you have more experience in coaching than I have with life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud to say I'm, I'm middle-aged. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some real calm and wisdom that comes with um, being at this, in this phase in life. And, uh, I'm I'm delighted to um, have have come to this place. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I'm sure that I, I will have a lot to learn from you. That that's why that's why I mentioned this. So the first thing that uh, I'm very curious about is uh, if you have a gratitude quote that you love, and uh, why do you love it? Yeah, you know, um, one of the funniest quotes that I love is. Uh, Willie Nelson, believe it or not, I actually grew up in Texas, and um, Willie was one of my early um, country and western heroes. I don't, don't listen to much of that anymore, but um, he's he was a funny character, and I, and he said, "When I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around." And uh, <laughs> it, it sort of describes much of my life. Um, had a pretty challenging childhood and early adulthood, and. Um, when I really began to do my inner work um, and see, began to see life differently, everything shifted. Um, I, be, I began to see that everything that had occurred and was occurring 
um, you know, what we would call good or bad, it's all useful. And so life really began to shift. Um, and there's another short quote, and I don't know who the author is. Um, it, it's not happy people who are thankful. It's thankful people who are happy. Yeah. I, I love that also. And um, I've seen this in my life also that uh, when, when I was uh, feeling grateful, I was thinking about the things that made me happy. And mm -hmm. that made me happy. The fact that I focused on them because we might find right now with my, we might find 10 things to, to be grateful about, but that doesn't mean uh, that we, we are happy unless we focus on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, our experience of life really is only dependent upon our perception of it. You know, life is not good or bad. Um, we experience challenges um, because we have a reaction to the things that are occurring and those things that are occurring are, 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 are not limiting. It's just our limitation is really in how we perceive what goes on in our life. So we, you know, we do create our reality. It's exactly. all exactly. awareness of it. Exactly. And th this is why I believe that gratitude is very powerful because it, it brings us to, to the part of reality that, uh, we we feel grateful about we feel happy about that enriches us uh, mm -hmm. on an emotional and soul level and uh, yeah but i'm wondering what do you do when it's not that easy to be grateful when it's hard to be grateful do you do something in particular well of course i mean and of course there's always those things every day you know and and um most we all live lives where we experience regular challenges, if not, you know, routinely. Um, what I, some of the things I've learned, um, I really take time to be still, um, both through meditation, um, every day. Um, I'm a big meditator and I, and I, I actually woke up with stars inside this morning, which was a very unusual experience, but it, um, you know, it tells me I'm reaching a level of, of, presence and mindfulness that, um, you know, I think is, it's uncommon for me anyway. Um, and so I, I really try to be present to everything in life, knowing that it's all a gift, that it, that every experience I have is something to be grateful for. There's always something here for me in every new experience. Um, so I'm, I'm just present and mindful. Um, and, and then when it does sort of hit me, <laughs> when something's especially challenging and, um, you know, takes me by surprise or startles or disappoints or all the, all the emotions we can feel, I actually go straight to the place in my body and I look for where it is. Um, mm -hmm. Because really what I'm experiencing is a physiologic reaction to a life circumstance. And then what happens is the, my somatic experience, the felt sense in my body triggers my brain to have an interpretation and say, oh, I don't like that. You know, it makes me uncomfortable. I, would, I need to do something about it and push it away. And so that's what we typically do as humans. And what I've learned to do both through my, um, my mindfulness practice and I've been trained in somatic experiencing and a few other things, um, I actually go straight to the place in my body and I, and I breathe 
life force into that place. And I notice what's going on there and notice my person, notice what's occurring and arising so that instead of turning my brain on and, and interpreting it as good or bad, you know, or painful, or um, I, I can actually feel the sense in my body and sort of short circuit that experience. Um, and so usually, the, you know, raw emotion lasts 90 seconds. Most people don't, aren't aware of that. And we, we tend to carry things around with us um, because we hold on and get attached to the emotion and our interpretation of it. Um, so I've become, I've learned to become actually very grateful for the challenges that occur in my life because it's usually a red flag about something that's going on that I need to pay attention to. So our, you know, our physiologic um, experiences are, they're brilliant. You know, they evolved for a particular reason. And um, so when I do have this uncomfortable experience in my body, this sensation, I, I pay attention. It's like, well, hmm, wonder what that's about. And if I go to that place and really notice what's arising and breathe energy and life force and breath into it, I can usually derive some information, you know, intuitively um, about what my experience is and how to respond in an appropriate, you know, in a, a healthy way, a functional way, as opposed to a rejecting, dissociating way. Um, so I've actually become very grateful for this nuanced awareness that I have to what I would used to have called, you know, and still call, uh, uncomfortable experiences or, you know, hard, hard times in life. Um, mm -hmm. That's that wonderful. A long answer. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So uh, I'm thinking that uh, you uh, got to a really interesting point, the fact that actually when something that's not really positive uh, comes up to the surface, mm -hmm. Uh, when you get to solve that challenge, that problem that's actually inside of you, you get to be even more free, even more um, happy, generally speaking. You know, that's mostly what I said. Um, I think just a little nuance there. I don't mm -hmm. think I would call it solving the challenge. Um, okay. So that's a very efforting way of being with it. What I What I really mean is that I... Um, when something happens and then I have this physiologic reaction, so I get a clenched throat or my gut tightens or my shoulders tense, um, which is my, you know, sensory way of saying, whoa, something's happening that is kind of, that's disturbing my energetic beingness uh, and, um, because that's usually where things hit us first is in the energy level. Mm -hmm. I, I notice it. I'm still enough on the inside. I notice what's going on. It's like, wow, what's going on here? And I, instead of solving it, which would be a mental response, um, you know, to solve a problem, I go to this place and let's just say I had a, my, my gut tightened and, you know, or got all nervous. I have butterflies in my stomach. Um, I go there. It's like, hmm, what's that about? I get curious. So I, I get curious and I just notice what's arising in my gut. And then I, like I said, I breathe life force into that area. I notice its temperature or color. Usually there's an image that gets evoked. I 
um, I just sort of stay with it. And when you can be still enough instead of reacting, either solving or rejecting, so those are the two things that we tend to do as humans. Um, and I'm grateful for the experience because I'm going to learn something new about what's going on. So I'm with it. And usually something arises that tells me what's, what's, what's occurring. What am I reacting to? What am I responding to? And then there's some new information about my experience um, that emerges from my body. So as opposed to being in my head and trying to figure it out and have a mental reaction solving a problem, um, I go to my body, which is always more organic because of its intuitive nature. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Indeed, we, we have a tendency to to live a lot in our minds rather yep. than in our bodies. We do. We are thinking creatures, aren't we? We are yeah. thinking things, as Jeff Carrera says. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, our, our, I, I find that our mental capacity, you know, our massive mental capacity, our brains um, are our most limit, you know, our as complex beings, we are limited by our mental capacity, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is converse of what most people perceive. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think, I mean, we have these massive capacity in our brains and they work without us thinking about it. Um, and if we learned to use them less, not more, that we would gain more organic experience in life and be more capable of responding um, from our true selves than, than how we respond from our mental capacities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, what I wanted to talk with you about next is... Um, if you had some kind of experience, some kind of meaningful experience that made you into a more grateful person, because mm -hmm. um, I think, and usually people aren't, aren't born grateful and mm -hmm. uh, aren't grateful like all the time and all their lives. And uh, do you have some kind of experience that got you to be a more grateful person? Yeah, I, I mean, I have a lot of, I mean, I, I spend most of my time now being grateful, but I, I think you're right. I actually did come in grateful. I, I remember being a very happy, grateful child, um, really connected to spirit as a child. And then during my childhood, the challenges of my childhood, um, I think I shut, you know, I shut down like many of us do when life gets hard. And, um, the, I was rethinking re last night what, what was the earliest experience that allowed me to, to bring back in a gratitude. No Lies brought to you by iTrust Capital. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies, and unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust fees are low. 
it's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. For life and um I had a long distance relationship during college. I um, dated my high school sweetheart and we were lived in different states and um, was very much in love. And after we graduated, became engaged. And, um, and then at some point I found out that um, my fiance was dating somebody else. Aww. And you can imagine how heartbroken I was. Um, you know, after all those years and was very challenged. And at some point, you know, it took a while. I, I, could, I could, would even say a few years to recover from that. Um, I was kind of devastated, but ultimately, you know, through a lot of work and a lot of, I, I, I think that's sort of when I went on my spiritual quest, if you want to say my inner work, I started my inner work, deep inner work. Um, I ultimately became extremely grateful for that event, that occurrence in my life, because I realized that we had grown apart enough that it would have been sort of a, um, it wouldn't have been a, a good relationship to continue. And so he saw that and I didn't, and I was attached to the relationship um, in a probably an unhealthy way. And so I really became very grateful for the experience of that heartbreak, which opened me up to doing my work that I needed to do to, to be um, more present to what really was happening in life and in relationship. Um, so, you know, that certainly didn't occur immediately. And, um, and I, and I'm, you know, I'm grateful to this day. We're, we're still friends and um, yeah, yeah, that, that's early, earliest experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it usually uh, takes um, a negative experience for for people to um, get to be grateful or to be grateful again. It's uh, the contrast and the fact that uh, we have like we have two things that we can choose uh, in that moment to to feel the pain and to always think think about uh, the experience in a negative way mm. or to choose to see the um, the gifts that it we brought and to feel yeah. grateful for that experience and also for life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, and I would just nuance that um, everything in life is is useful. And so I... I really shy away from calling things negative experiences mm-hmm. um, because the, we, you know, we, I guess my own personal cosmology is that we invite these things into our lives. We attract what we need literally every day, all day long. It's all perfect. And so how we perceive these events, these occurrences in our life really reflects and how, um, how happy and joyful we can be. So At that time, I, you know, I wasn't of that ilk. I didn't believe this was something I invited in nor wanted or appreciated. And I think learning to be grateful for um, every occurrence, everything that happens in my life, 
um, allows it to have a different place in my life. And so I don't reject any part. It's all, it's all good. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I want to ask you, um, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your, your younger self about gratitude? Um, you know, and I do have two uh, daughters, so I often <laughs> think about, you know, it's the same conversation I would have with them, and, I, and um, they probably hear this ad nauseum. Um, I, I just continue to reflect on how perfect life is. Um, and I, if I were to go back to my childhood and help that little girl deal with some of the challenges she had to deal with, um, you know, in my early years, I would, I would tell her to be um, open and available to what was happening and uh, begin to allow life's expression to come in in many different ways. There's no good or bad. Um, and that there was something there for me to have experiences that would be useful for later in life. So, you know, as I said, when we, when we started this conversation, um, I do feel that so much of my experience has been a blessing. Um, even if, you know, you'd want to call it negative or challenging because it's forced me, it's pushed me to develop capacities and ways of seeing the world that allows me to work with others, to have a happier life now and to also work with others who are experiencing challenges and bringing their full self into fruition. Um, So mostly I'd say, you know, recognize that everything is there for a reason and um, try try to see the gift in it all and Remember, it's thankful people who are happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, I believe that this is uh, the way to a true happiness, not mm-hmm. because many people are smiling, but uh, that doesn't mean that uh, that's their actual state, that they are happy. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one, one of the stories that uh, um, Merle shared with us, that she was called Smiley. Mm. and that everyone thought that she had like the perfect life and stuff like that. But on the uh-huh. inside, it, it was a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah. So many of us walk around um, kind of in a daze, not really recognizing what's going on on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also this um, having these kind of challenges, um, get people to be more, um, have more empathy and mm-hmm. have more compassion for others. They can mm-hmm. feel other people much, much better, much easier. Yes. Yes. If I can see that you're having a difficult experience and also know that you're doing your best and, you know, trying to find a way into something else, I can have huge compassion for you. Exactly. Yeah. So um, do, you, do you do something consistently uh, that uh, helps you be a grateful person? Do you have an activity or a practice or something? Yeah, and I've used a number of things over the years. Um, so I mentioned earlier, I do meditate daily um, mm-hmm. and sometimes more than once a day. I, I do a, you know, a longer meditation in the morning and 
And then during the day, depending on what's going on, if I'm needing to become more still again, I, I might meditate for a few minutes. Um, I exercise every day, get in my body. I do yoga, go to the gym. I do breath work. Um, I also do gratitude practices, um, different ones, kind of depending on the time. You know, sometimes I'll go to bed. Um, yeah, I'll go through a period and I'll, I'll think of three things that I'm grateful for every day. New thing, three new things. And it's really not that hard <laughs> to think of three new things every day um, that you want to be grateful for. It pushes you outside of the box of, you know, thinking just about the big things we're grateful for. I can be grateful for the rain yesterday. It rained here in Northern California, which is like, yay. Um, you know, and I can be grateful for the songbird um, that was outside my window. And um, I can be grateful for having stars on the inside this morning. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. Um, I also, I love to do the practice Ho'oponopono. Mm -hmm. You know that one. Um, it's the ancient Hawaiian practice. If I'm feeling some irritation or annoyance um, with somebody that, you know, is, I might perceive as uncomfortable or a negative experience, I know that, oh, it's triggering me. I, I need to have more compassion for myself and this person because we're triggering each other. And so I'll do a Ho'oponopono exercise. Um, which is, you know, I, I love you. Thank you. I love you. I can't get it right. Uh, there's several phrases that you yeah. say. Um, I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> 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 the right order. Uh, I have to look it up every time I do it. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Here's another one, but. <laughs> yeah, so I do that. Mm -hmm. um, I try to just keep an open mind and realize, you know, I'm just, I just sort of see the world differently now and, and recognize that everything was invited. I invited it all. And, Wonderful. Um, you know, it's kind of a big party and, Oh, what am I going to experience today? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, uh, do you want to mention a few people that you're grateful for? Yeah. I, I mentioned my daughters, uh, Lindsay and Laurel, they're 21 and 19 and they've been really my most important teachers in this lifetime. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for their willingness to endure all that I've been attempting to share with them. Um, and for allowing me to be different than most mothers and, and for their own um, willingness to explore who they are and to be here on the planet in a way that's contrary to the mainstream culture. I think they've grown up to be very different human beings than most young adults. Um, I'm grateful for my boyfriend, Chris, for allowing me to grow and um, continue to thrive in this challenging world in the way that I do. And uh, for many, many friends, my dad, who's still alive. Yeah, thanks for letting me do that. Yeah, totally. Um, I think this is this is one of the the most important things to be grateful about um, the the people in our lives that we we have, and uh, we sometimes forget to to cherish. Yeah. So, um, who are you grateful for, Georgian? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can make a really long list. Yeah. Yeah, so so many people and uh, the experiences, both both positive and challenging. 
I, I really do have a lot of things that I can, it will take a while. So <laughs> well, it's obvious that you have a lot of, of the same gratitude for life. Yeah. Conversations with people. I'm grateful for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. Um, and uh, by the way, where, where can, can people find you? Where can people see your work? Yeah. Um, you can find me on uh, the web at hollywoodscoaching.com. Um, and I'm also LinkedIn under Hollywoods and, uh, you can reach me by email at holly at hollywoodscoaching.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. Sure. So, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being here with us and teaching us um, from your life experiences and, um, have, have an amazing day. Thank you, George. And I so appreciate your time. It's been really grateful for this conversation. Yeah, me too. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. By the way, what are you grateful for right now? For you, the listener of the Gratitude Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash grateful. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash grateful for your free audiobook.